Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. James White, played by Christopher Abbott, is a troubled... 20-something trying to stay afloat in a frenzied New York City. He retreats into further self-destructive and hedonistic lifestyle as his mother, played by Cynthia Nixon, battles a serious illness. James is forced to take control of his life. As the pressure mounts, James finds new reserves of strength or risk imploding completely. Uh, The directorial debut by the producer of Martha Marcy May Marlene, that is Josh Mond, has written and directed this incredible film um, called James White. Wonderful performances all around, and uh, we're lucky enough to have um, Josh with us today. Uh, Tell me a little bit about where the story came from. Um, you know, I was working on a project a couple of years ago, and um, I was encouraged through that to, to, to make something more personal uh, to explore the relationship between um, my mother and I. Um, the movie is not all biographical, but, it, but it, I definitely lost my mother four and a half years ago to cancer and was raised by a single mother in New York. <clears throat> so the movie definitely came from a personal place. Through the support of my partners, you know, I was able to explore something I needed to understand, you know, and for my first film, uh, I thought the best way to, to learn about storytelling was to be motivated by something, you know, so, that was personal. So personal. This film, uh, there's just so many things I, I really um, want to praise you for in the film. Uh, the The dialogue is fantastic i know you wrote this as well uh the uh, the cinematography uh and i'm going to butcher his name is it matyas etterly have i got that right matyas matyas this feel this film feels like one long even though i know it isn't but there's a section of this film that feels like one long tracking shot uh you right. you are really zeroed in on the character of james white played by Krista rabbit who is just incredible but I love this technique uh, that you you were able to use very effectively. This kind of really felt like I was well, I was walking alongside him. I was right there with him, and and that intimacy coupled with Christopher's uh, performance is just fantastic. What directorial decisions went into the way that you went about filming um, him and and the and the entire film really? Well, the, well, first of all, thank you. Um, uh, I wish I could have you tell me that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, the movie, the movie was a pure collaboration, you know, with every department. Um, with Matias, you know, I had scripted two sequences that were above the eyebrow and below the lip. Mm-hmm. And it was really through talking to each other. And he came out two months earlier, but before we started shooting the film, uh, from Hungary. And we, we just really got to know each other, and, you know, he went way beyond the, 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 what's expected from a DOP. Um, he taught me about storytelling. He broke down the movie into beats with me, into 18 beats, and, and really tried to understand what I was trying to say, my intent, and he articulated it. And he, you know, he was a teacher to me and a collaborator. And through that, like, we got, we, we, you know, we discussed the anxieties of New York and also that cliche of wherever you run... You know, you're still with yourself. And 
and it was it was just you know through through conversation that we committed to one idea that was in the script and it was it was wonderful and they also you know we brought chris into chris i've known chris for about five and a half years since martha marcy marlene or a little bit before that and chris came on about a year before and we had made like an experimental short uh precursor to james right before that where some of it was really close to his face and it wasn't like the editing room that i realized he was doing things that i didn't see he was doing on set and it was just blown away. So I called him and I told him that I was writing the script for him. And because he was involved so early and I brought him on location scouts and he was in the room when I was talking to Matias uh, in prep, he was a part of the process. So that allowed him to be not only just, you know, the actor, somebody, but, you know, because he is a collaborator being an actor, but at the same time, he knew what we were trying to do. He was part of the process. And he was also in the editing room and he locked picture with us. And, the chemistry that happened between him and Matya, you know, if it, that wasn't there, the, style, the, the movie wouldn't have worked. I mean, they got along so well right from the beginning, and they had their own relationship. I, Chris talks about it often, like the opening of the movie was the first thing that we shot, and it was the most extreme of, like, the close-ups. So Chris, it was kind of like a waltz. Chris would, like, yeah. tap him when he was going left, and Matya would pull his shirt, and, and it was really... They, you know, really ran off of everybody's chemistry. Well, and you're absolutely right. That opening, that's where I think I initially got that sense is, is this film going to be, you know, a, a long tracking shot? I mean, we, there have been a number of films right. of late that have attempted to do this. I wasn't sure. Obviously, it isn't. It breaks away to all, all kinds of different storylines, interesting people, uh, dynamics. Obviously, Chris is, Chris and Cynthia Nixon. Oh, my God. Cynthia Nixon, I, I was amazed at her performance. Honest to God, I I could easily, I mean, I, she could have easily been in the situation she was as far as her performance is amazing. I, I don't know what else to say, except um, I we haven't seen her in this kind of a performance, I don't know if ever, but certainly in a long time. And what was, what was it about casting her? What why did you decide to go with Cynthia Nixon as his as well, I mean, uh, first mother? off, Cynthia's worked with everybody from Mike Nichols to Sidney Lumet to Robert Altman, you know, and like yeah. in New York. I mean, she, I mean, if you haven't seen her in, in any in Rabbit Hole or Wit, like she's unreal. Um, she uh, she she read the script, and we met for breakfast, um, and it was just we just were getting to know each other, and she was generous enough to share with me that she. She lost her mom a couple months prior to meeting to cancer. And she was from the Upper West Side and, you know, was, just felt of the same world. And, and, and what was most important was that she was generous, you know, that, 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 that she was, it, you could tell she was there for the right reasons, you know. Yeah. And, and she was open with me. And, and in turn, I was open with her and it just felt right. You know, it was intimidating to work with her because she's just, she's extremely professional and, and, and like, gets it on the first take, you know? Yeah. She she strikes me as a, a no-nonsense person that, that and, and her character is somewhat a reflection of that, although she's certainly, as uh, as James White's mother, she... She's a she's a cool mom. I mean, she says all the right things to him and 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 prompts him in ways that uh, you you hope are going to take hold. Uh, but at the same right. time, it's just it's just a wonderful relationship in in the film. I mean, it 
this is two of the best performances I really have seen in quite some time um, that work off of one another so well. Um, and Christopher is just a uh, remarkable kind of discovery for me. I'm I, I'm sorry to say I haven't seen him in a lot of things before this, but uh, wow, was he good in this? Thank you. Yeah, Chris. Chris for me is like I hate that you know the the he's he's like Paul Newman. You know, if you look at a character like HUD or any of the characters Paul Newman did, on paper they're they're hard to empathize with, but they're so human. Yeah. And and Newman brings a soul, brought a soul to it that that not many like the verdict. Yeah. You know, and and and, yeah, the and, and yeah. Chris has got so much love for his characters and no matter how how damaged. And and that's who, and also as a as a human being, he's just Extremely soulful, and and you know how he is with with his friends. Yeah, and he's, he's, a, he's a very reflective person. Well, again, and I, I think mean, he, it, yeah, it was, a, and it was a wonderful to collaborate with him. I mean, it just there was a shorthand there where, like, especially being my first feature, where you know, it's all about being vulnerable and being feeling safe to be vulnerable. And and Chris, you know, besides my partner Antonio Campos and Sean Durkin, who you know, who I feel the safest with, Chris, you know, is the closest extension of that. Yeah. And I feel like that allowed me to spill that to the rest of the, the crew and cast. Well, I just want to remind our listeners we're speaking with uh, Josh Mond, and he is the uh, director and writer of this film, James White. Going back to Chris uh, Christopher Abbott on this, uh, you're right. He, he draws you in. His face, got a beautiful face sort of for expressing emotions his it's in his eyes and he is absolutely right he's completely um likable despite some pretty horrible things that he he gets he finds himself involved in cynthia is amazing they're all great uh i wanted to point out scott uh mescati who uh also was known as kid cuddy <laughs> in yeah. music it's as a music and Kid Cudi, yeah. Yeah, okay. As 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 a part of the supporting cast, Ron Livingston's in for a bit, but basically it's really these three and and I also um who am I living though his girlfriend um, Mackenzie Lee. Mackenzie Lee who's Mackenzie also Lee. Yeah. She's wonderful. Every I this is just and it's a it's everybody is you cram people into the frame. I mean you get them right up against one another in so much of this film. It feels like a Cassavetes film. It also feels... There's oh, a number of films that it... You. Yeah, it does. Because it feels... It's, it's There's a lot of shadows in it. There's a lot of kind of contrasting black and white almost. I mean, it's in color, but it feels black and white when I'm watching it a lot. And that... It just reminded me of this great ensemble work and particularly uh, the leads and how... How every but there's the writing is terrific. The writing, the dialogue, I never felt like I was being dragged through some kind of a plot line. I felt like this is exactly how it was. And I'll just say personally, I lost my mom four and a half years ago. So watching the two of them interact at the end of the film, I mean, when I see great work like this and I see something so relatable to my own life, uh, obviously, uh, you know, it's it's difficult to separate those two. But very emotional, great stuff in here. The the reaction to the film, you I mean, film festivals, it's done really well. Sundance, obviously, yeah, the audience. Yeah, the, we premiered we premiered at Sundance last year or this year, sorry, yeah. uh, in January. Yeah, uh, and we kind of finished like a, a week or two before Sundance, and uh, it. I mean, it was really surreal. I I I felt like I was on 
I was so nervous about showing the film to uh, an audience of strangers. Uh, and I-, I sat through the entire movie with my heart beating, and like all I could hear was the beats of my heart. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt like I was underwater. <laughs> um, and when I kind of came to, it was an overwhelming reaction. And, and my sister was there, and and I was most worried about what she was going to think, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to, to summarize it, the, you know, my sister and I, you know, talked at the end, and, and the theater was empty, and she was crying and hugging me, and, and that experience kind of carried over Sundance with other people, with strangers. You know, I realized during the making of the film through my DP that I was desperate to connect. And Sundance was incredible because people were, at the second screening, there was like a line of, in the morning, of like 70 people just waiting to to come up and and say, you know, either they're going through it or they've lost somebody or, you know, thanking me from you know, from older women to, to younger women to old men to, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. it wasn't gender specific. It wasn't age specific. It wasn't race specific. It was, people were very vocal. And at the end of the screening, this girl came up to me and she was just in tears and she hugged me and she just whispered in my ear that she lost her mom two weeks before. And that, you know, when you meet people, like when, when you meet people who've lost someone, as you know, I, I, I'm not, I, you can only assume, but for me, when I meet people who've gone through it and they're strangers, there's always been this connection yeah. because there's this chaos inside of you that you can't articulate. And, you know, like, you know, you're, you, you understand each other without talking. And what was wonderful from the film is that it, you know, traveling all around the world with it and, and you know, and domestically at, at every screening, there's somebody who comes up to me and, and feels the need to share their story. And it, that, that's what gets me high, yeah, you know, like yeah. it, it really like, you know, because there's so much stuff, you know, again, like, you know, you've been through this, but there's so much stuff from the past that you feel so much shame about and so much guilt, but we're human. Like you couldn't be there all the time. Right, exactly. Like you couldn't see, you know, that your parent, you know, in childlike states, you, you didn't, you know, you didn't know how to react to this stuff. You know, there was a line in the script that um, that that was no longer in the movie. But when James says to Ben, he goes at the end of that scene, he goes, "Is it okay that I want her to die? That I want her to pass?" That's a normal thought. It is. It that is. is a normal thought, especially when you you're know. Dead, and yeah, sorry. No, no, please. I'm sorry, uh, but I'm just gonna say, especially when you're dealing with something that there, there's no, there's not, there's no out. This isn't. This isn't gonna end well. And you have to come to terms with that. And uh, I will say that the transformation from uh, from child of a mom to a caregiver or an adult related to a woman who's dying is a tough transition. It's a tough thing to, to grapple with. And that's one of the things about this film and the character and your writing and the directing and the performances. I mean, it's, it's all... It is there, and it, and it, I'm not surprised to hear this reaction. In a, you know, this isn't the first film to deal with death and uh, of of a parent, but this is one of the best films I've ever seen. Uh, that really doesn't gussy it up in any way. It is what it is, and uh, you feel you feel better for having gone through the experience of watching your film for it. So, 
Thank you. And it's, you know, at the heart of it, it's a it's a it's a portrait between a mother and son. Yeah. It's not a cancer movie, you know. Right. right. And 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 that you know, I, I have to say, like everybody that was involved in the film, uh, you know, had a reason to be there. I mean, it wasn't for the money, and oh. and and because of that, it's a pure collaboration. Yeah. You know. When you're, I was when I was writing the script, I was working with my partners. You know, they were my teachers and my, my teachers and my coaches, and and like that same energy spilled off into the production. And everybody in that was involved in the film, like all the keys, like my costume designer. Like I look at costume designing in films differently now. Right, right. You know, my, it's like every my production designers, uh, Jade Healy and Scott Cusio yeah. and Matias and. I'll yeah, tell you this: the sound department, the, the sound design right. was great too. Their sound guy was great on this as well. Paul Anderson, he's yeah. done everything we've done since Martha, and he's yeah. doing Antonio's new movie, yeah. Christine. I mean, he's he's an artist. Like there's there's stuff I didn't know he was doing until I got I saw I saw the movie at Sundance. Okay, well, a wonderful film, uh, Josh Mond. Uh, the the film is James White. Thank you so much for being a part of film school. Thank you for your support, man. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.